0: You're listening to Our Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sahlain.orgslash support. So, when does Abu Talib pass away? After they leave the valley of Abu Talib in the 10th year of the Ba'tha, Abu Talib at this time he was either 86 years old or 91 years old. So he was very old at this time. And Abu Talib shortly after they left the Sha'b of Abu Talib, he, became, he becomes sick and he passes away. Now we don't know the exact date because there is some discrepancy. Some hadith state on the 26th of Rajab. Some say the 7th of Ramadan. We have another hadith that says in another month. In any case, we know that was in the 10th year after the Bi'tha, Abu Talib passes away. The Prophet ﷺ is very disturbed when he hears the news of Abu Talib passing away because now he lost his ultimate supporter. The Prophet was seen crying. He becomes very emotional. In fact, he goes to the grave of Abu Talib and he asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on Abu Talib and he's uh, put by Abdul Muttalib so in the cemetery of Hujun, which is a cemetery in Mecca it's not by Masjid Al-Haram it's some distance there's some distance between it and Masjid Al-Haram some of you may have visited those who have gone for the Hajj or for the Umrah it's called Maqbaratul Hujun. Abdul Muttalib the grandfather of the Prophet was buried there so, they had Abu Talib buried right by his father, Abdul Muttalib. So uh, Some people say that Rasulullah Kareem gave his jubba to use as his kafan for Abu Talib. The Prophet gave his garment to use as the kafan for Abu Talib? I don't know, I would have to so check the, the sources. That, that same with uh, uh, Fatima. Fatima bint Asad, yes. We have the hadith that states the Prophet ﷺ went inside her grave, and he took his garment and he put his garment as a kafan for her in the grave. Yes, for Abu Talib, I would have to check the sources. You've you've heard that for he did the same for Abu Talib. Well, i heard that he, he slept in the cover in the first in the grave before the before he was put in the, and the same thing. Possibly, yeah, he did that with. Uh, you know, um, his wife, the mother of Imam Ali Alayhi salam, Fatima bint Asad. So if, if, if we can prove that through our sources or their sources, that's another indication that Abu Talib was a believer in God. Because if he was a pagan, the Prophet would not do something like that. Now Abu Talib passes away. This was very difficult on the Prophet. Three days later, Lady Khadija Alayhi salam passes away. Three days later. So you can imagine the pain and the difficulty that the Prophet had to go through. Some hadith mentions one month later, but we do have narrations that state three days later. The Prophet was in so much pain such that he calls that year Am Al-Huzn, the year of sorrow. He loses two of his greatest supporters, his financial supporter and the partner of his life, Lady Khadija and also his political, social supporter, which was Abu Talib. So the Prophet really, you know, he, he, he suffered a big blow when Abu Talib passed away and Lady Khadija Alayhi passed away. Lady Khadija was also buried in that same cemetery, which is the cemetery of Hujun. We have a narration that tells us Lady Khadija Alayhi shortly before she passed away, in the 10th year after the birth, she made a will. She told the Prophet, Ya Rasulallah, I have a will that I would like to communicate to you. So the Prophet says, yes, what is your will Khadija? She tells him, the first will that I have is that you forgive me for any shortcomings. If I've had any shortcomings in my life, for you to forgive me. Look at her humbleness. She was the biggest millionaire in Arabia when she married the Prophet. The day she died, she did not own a single coin because she gave everything away, especially during those three years when they were in Sha'ib Abi Talib. Yet she's telling him, forgive me for any shortcomings. Look at the iman of Lady Khadijah. The Prophet says, Khadija, please don't say that. You have no shortcomings. You gave me when others denied me. You stood by my side when others rejected me. You don't have any shortcomings. Then she says, okay, the second will that I have she points to Lady Fatima Alayhi salam. Fatima Alayhi salam. at this time she was about seven years old or some narration state five years old. So she was somewhere between five and seven. She was a young girl. She points to Lady Fatima and she tells the Prophet, take care of her after me and don't let any of the women of Quraysh to harass her, to yell at her, or to slap her face in any way. Allahu Akbar. Look at Lady Khadija. It says if she sensed something would happen after her. Remember when she lost her own status. And the woman of Quraysh boycotted her. She knew that Lady Fatima Would also run into some difficulties like that. And subhanallah. In Medina we all know what happened. With some of the wives of the Prophet. And how they treated Lady Fatima alayhi salam. The third request. She tells him, Ya Rasulullah, when you put me in my grave, I am concerned about the grave and I want the comfort from you. How? I want you to take your garment and put it with my kifan. Because if I know in my grave I have the garment of the Messenger of God, that will give me comfort. The Prophet says, I will fulfill that. So she passes away. They take her to the Cemetery of Hujun as the Prophet is placing her in her grave, he is about to take off his garment, in order to put it in the grave with her, Jibra'il descends. Jibra'il tells him, Ya Rasulallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends you the salam, and he has delivered a kafan from Paradise for your wife Khadijah. So in addition, to the garment that you will put, Allah wants you to put the kafan in her grave as well. This is to honor Lady Khadija So he shrouds her with the kafan of Jannah and also his garment and then he buries Lady Khadija We also have a hadith indicating that when Jibra'il came down, he came down with how many kafans? He came with five kafans. And he tells the Prophet, okay, the first one is for Lady Khadijah. The Prophet inquired, what about the other four? To whom do they belong? He tells him, the second one is for you, Ya Rasulullah. Write in your will or say in your will that when you pass away, that you are placed in this kafan. So the Prophet asks about the third one. Who's the third kafan for? He's told that this is for your cousin and successor, Ali ibn Abi Talib. Save that for him. He says, okay. What about the fourth one? Who's it for? Jibra'il tells him that's for your daughter Fatima alayhi salam. These are Kefen from Paradise. This is reserved for her. He asks about the fifth one. He is told that this will be for a grandson that you will have, which is Al-Imam al Hassan alayhi salam. That's for him. And then, you know, later on, there are some hadiths that state that you know the Prophet ﷺ kept this kefan with Lady Zainab alayhi sallam. We do have some historical references that state she kept the kefan. So when Lady Fatima alayhi salam was passing away, she gave those pieces of kefan to Lady Zainab. She told her, I want this to keep as an amanah. At that point, only two were left. So she tells her Zainab, keep this kefan. I got this from the Prophet. These are heavenly pieces of shrouds and one of them is for your father Amir al muminin When he is killed, this kafan shall be for him, make it available. And the second one is for your brother Hassan. So she asks, what about my brother Hussein? How come there is no kafan for him? That's when Lady Fatima السلام, tells her, your brother Hussein will die as a shaheed in Karbala and so he will be buried without a kafan. So these were heavenly kafans that came down when Lady Khadija passed away. Finally, Fatima Alayhi when her mother passed away, Lady Khadija died, she was in extreme pain. And she she was very emotional. She was crying. She would go around the Prophet. Imagine she was only five. She would go around the Prophet and she would cry and she would say, Father, where is my mother Khadija? Where is my mother Khadija? Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala sends Jibrail he comes to the Prophet and he tells him Ya Rasulallah, Allah sends his salam to you and he sends his salam to Fatima. Tell your daughter Fatima that Allah says your mother Khadija is now in paradise with Lady Maryam and with Asiya, and he gives her a description of the castle that Lady Khadija has in paradise. So the Prophet comforts Lady Fatima, he tells her that she says Allah inna allaha huwa salam," because the Prophet told her Allah says salam to you O Fatima. Remember a five-year-old girl. This was her reply. Inna allaha wa minhu assalam, wa Allah is peace and from him comes peace and to him peace shall return. So this is the year of the sorrow and this is the tenth year after the Ba'tha. Next we'll examine insha'Allah some very important events that happened after this. There is only three years that remain in Mecca. These are very difficult three years because now the Prophet has lost his financial supporter, Lady Khadija, and his political and social supporter, Abu Talib. These are very trying years for the Muslims.